It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I am Spencer. I am reading the dictionary to you in short little sections. Episodes are about a half hour. I'm just saying these things in case you're new. There's not a lot of new people. Although today, just today, uh, I looked at the downloads and uh, somebody had downloaded. There were over 300 downloads. So somebody became a new fan and I am very grateful for you. Uh, What day? If you downloaded this show a whole lot on January 3rd, 2023, thanks. Thanks to you and all the other regular listeners. Okay, the first word in this episode is discourse or discourse. D-I-S-C-O-U-R-S-E. First form. Noun from the 14th century Number one is archaic. It is the capacity of orderly thought or procedure. And the synonym is rationality. So the capacity of orderly thought. So if you have the ability to think orderly and have rationality to be rational, uh, then back in the archaic times, that was called discourse. Number two. Verbal interchange of ideas, especially the synonym conversation. If this episode had a guest, we would be having a discourse about the words in this episode, but it's not. I will try to have a discourse by myself. Oh, but just with you? Just you and you alone? Yes, just me, me alone, by myself. Number 3A. Formal and orderly and usually extended expression of thought on a subject. So uh, this is uh, not so much a conversation with uh, one or more people. Um, This looks like this is more about you talking about something, uh, but it's formal and you're very orderly about it. It's formal, orderly, organized, and probably extended. So you're talking about a subject at length, properly, and well-organized. 3B, connected speech or writing. That is also discourse. So connected, I don't know what that means, connected speech or writing. It's connected in what way? To what? what? What is connected? 3C, a linguistic unit larger than a sentence. Okay, that's uh, keeping our standards pretty low here. Just larger than a sentence. It's a linguistic unit called a discourse. The examples are a conversation or a story, but it has to be longer than a sentence. Why can't you tell a story in one sentence? Sorry, it's not a discourse. Number four is obsolete. Social familiarity. Social familiar. So if you're familiar with somebody socially, that would be called a discourse. Hmm. I wonder wonder why we don't use this anymore. Number five, a mode of organizing knowledge, ideas, or experience that is rooted in language and its concrete contexts. The examples of those concrete contexts 
our history or institutions. As in the example, critical discourse. So, what is this mode of organizing knowledge, ideas, or experience that is rooted in language and its history or institutions? Yeah, I mean, this is, I think, similar to, uh, what, the 3A definition, which was formal and orderly extended expression of thought on a subject. But there's clearly something more specific and different about number five. It's the mode of organizing knowledge. So is this the process of figure... I don't don't know. I don't know. I I was never um, part of the smart people crowd, so I don't know. Okay, let's see. This is from the lower Latin discursus, uh, which means argument or conversation or act of running about. Uh, That is from discurere, which is to run about, which is from dis plus curere, which means to run, and there's more at the word car. So I guess if something's running, if you're having a conversation, just lots of running around topics and things, Uh, That's why it's called a discourse. Okay, we have another word, which means we need to do a sound effect, which is going to be... Whoa! This second form of discourse is a verb from 1559, starting with intransitive. One, to express oneself, especially in oral discourse. Here I am expressing myself orally. I have lots of things to say, which is why I am recording myself reading the dictionary and then talking about it. This is my oral discourse. Number two. Uh, I guess that would be this. I am discoursing. Number two. The synonyms are talk and converse. So if you're talking to somebody, you're having a conversation, you're conversing, you're talking, you're discoursing. That's what you should say the next time you're having a conversation. We're discoursing. Here is transitive, which is actually archaic, and it means to give forth. The synonym is utter, like uttering things from your mouth. It is going forth from your mouth across the room to another person. Discourser is a noun. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Whoa! Discourse analysis. Two words, noun from 1952. The study of linguistic relations and structures in discourse. Uh, okay, so we are just going to backtrack to the first form of discourse. I'm guessing this is related to either number 3A or 5. I'm not going to reread those again, but it's, so discourse analysis, this is where you're analyzing the structures in discourse. So maybe you're studying about what people say when they talk to each other, or maybe uh, when somebody has, uh, they're, they're doing this extended expression of thought on a subject, you're analyzing that, you're studying the linguistic relations and structures. Oh, I find this fascinating, but my brain can't handle it. The relations and the structures of linguistical things. Next. Whoa! Discourteous is next. 
adjective from 1578. I'll spell this one, why not? D-I-S-C-O-U-R-T-E-O-U-S. Lacking courtesy, this synonym is rude. Discourteously is an adverb, and discourteousness is a noun. If you were to write a review for this podcast, I would appreciate it if you were courteous and not discourteous. There's no need to be rude and discourteous. If you don't like it, just just be nice about how much you hate this. Don't you go lacking any courtesy. I am I'm a big fan of being nice. Whenever you can, most of the time you don't need to be rude. How rude. The next word. Whoa. Discourtesy. Noun from 1555. Number one, the synonym is rudeness. And number two is a rude act. You have so much discourtesy when you are doing the discourtesy. Don't be discourteous. What? The next word is discover. How would I said that weird? Discover. Discover, discover. This is a verb from the 14th century starting with transitive. 1A, to make known or visible, and the synonym is expose. We didn't see it before, but now it's visible to everybody. We have uncovered it, discovered it. Number 1B is archaic. The synonym is display. You're putting it on display for people to see. 2A. To obtain sight or knowledge of for the first time. And the synonym is find, as in discover the solution. I have discovered many things while making this podcast. Uh, I've learned new words and etymologies to words that I either didn't know before uh, I learned etymology of words that I didn't know or words that I knew, but I didn't know the etymology. Some of them were very fascinating. You discover a lot when you read the dictionary or listen to me read the dictionary, most importantly. To be, the synonym is find out, as in discovered he was out of gas. Oh, he probably found that out way too late. You don't want to discover that you have run out of gas. You want to discover that you're low on gas before you run out. I don't think I've ever run out of gas. Thank golly gee. Oh, that's not a situation I want to be in. I have gotten close. Intransitive verb is to make a discovery. Discoverable is an adjective, and discoverer is a noun. I would love to discover something. Let's see, this is from the Latin verb discooperere, which is from dis plus cooperere, which means to cover. Yeah, and there's more of the word cover. So it is doing the opposite of covering a thing up. Oh, what is this thing? It has been covered up. I will lift up the lid and oh, look what's inside. It's this nice thing that I have just discovered. Okay, here we have some synonym information. Discover, ascertain, 
determine, unearth, and learn mean to find out what one did not previously know? Wait, that's not a sentence. They mean to find out what one did not... Oh, what one did not previously know. You didn't know it before, now you know it. Discover may apply to something requiring exploration or investigation or to a chance encounter, as in, discovered the source of the river. You didn't know where it was, and you had to go looking for it. You, you are a discoverer. Ascertain implies effort to find the facts or the truth proceeding from awareness of ignorance or uncertainty. That went on longer than I was expecting. There is an example Attempts to ascertain the population of the region. So it takes effort to find out this information, the truth, the facts, um, because before you didn't have that information, you were ignorant. Determine emphasizes the intent to establish the facts definitely or precisely, as in, unable to determine the origin of the word. Sometimes, there's lots of words that we don't know the origin of them. Uh, The first one I can think of is the word dildo, because I just not too long ago recorded that episode. Uh, We don't know the origin of that word, supposedly. So, uh, yeah, unable to determine that the the thing. Uh, What what does it say? It emphasizes the intent to establish the facts definitely. You You want the facts, the definite facts. Unearth implies bringing to light something forgotten or hidden, as in unearth old records. These might be vinyl records, but more than likely they are the written records, the things that people wrote down or it's like, what what was going on back in these old days? Um, this one definitely feels similar to Discover, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a little, it's like, we and they're and they're not net literally coming from the earth, um, but it's kind of like they have sometimes they come from the earth and you have to put pick up the dirt that was on them and move it over and unearth these old things. Uh, but yeah, it's a little bit different from discover because a discover you're like okay, where's this thing? I'm trying to find this thing. But unearth might be something you don't even know what you're looking for. And you're like, oh, look at this thing that I just unearthed. Learn may imply acquiring knowledge with little effort or conscious intention, or it may imply study and practice. The examples of, let's see, with little effort or conscious intention as by simply being told. That's the example of why it is little effort or conscious intention. You could just be told of a thing and then learn it. Like I am telling you words and definitions and etymologies and you are learning it. Or you might have to study and practice because we have examples. I learned her name only today. So she told you her name. That took very little effort for you to learn that. Unless you're like me, and then you immediately forgot her name, and you have to make a whole lot of effort to actually try and remember. That's there, there, there's the thing. You can learn a thing, but will you remember it? You have you actually learned it if you haven't remembered it? I don't know. 
There's another example. This one's more about the study and practice, and this is learning Greek. I guess I'm very slightly learning Greek when I read a lot of the etymology, but I would not say that I know Greek at all. I don't even know how to pronounce it, let alone know what these words mean. Okay, that was everything for Discover. I like the idea of discovering new things. There's, there's, all, there's, at the same time, there's not a lot and also so many things that we have yet to discover. We, we've mapped out the planet, you know, the, 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 the oceans, the oceans and the big seas, the big lakes, they are largely or partially undiscovered. Uh, there's a lot, there's still a lot to figure out there, um, But we also know so much about space, but there's still so, so, so much more that we don't know. The the Webb telescope is really helping with with that. Uh, I really want us to discover more about the brain and consciousness and after death. I mean, those are really like the biggest questions. Those are the things that like is why religion exists in the first place because we have all these questions that I we may never answer but I'm working on it. Okay, we have a few more words. A couple of them are um uh, I I don't like them. I'm just going to say that and the first of them is right now. Whoa. Discoverer's day. It's discoverers with an apostrophe at the end, so it is the possessive of the plural discoverers is plural and then it's their day Uh, the capital the d's are capitalized discoverers day noun from 1974 and the synonym is columbus day which uh i yes i think i remember reading columbus day here back in the seas and uh i just i can't i can't accept this i don't like this uh, you know, the idea that Columbus discovered <laughs> this whole area is just insane. Um, I guess they changed it to Discoverer's Day in the 70s because it wasn't just Columbus. I don't know. Um, but again, you know, you, you kind of made it worse calling it Discoverer's Day. Or there's another one. Uh, uh, you made it worse because he didn't discover anything. There were people here. I much prefer Indigenous Peoples Day, which is slowly taking over Columbus Day. Uh, okay, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much that all should be celebrated. I mean, I guess because of that, then we're all here and we have created America, which is arguably great and terrible all at the same time. I'm just going to say that. Okay, uh, the next word. Ooh, Discovery. Noun from 1529, 1A, the act or process of discovering. What should we discover today? Let's discover 1B1. It is archaic. The synonym is disclosure. It was disclosed. No, it was closed up and then it got disclosed. And so it was everybody discovered it. That was probably a terrible way to describe that. 1B2 is obsolete. The synonym is display. You put it on display so other people can discover it. 
Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see how that's obsolete. It sounds weird to say discovery for something that's display. 1C, this is also obsolete, and the synonym is exploration. Number two, something discovered. So the discovery can be a discovery. Three, the usually pre-trial disclosure of pertinent facts or documents by one or both parties to a legal action or proceeding. I have heard of this in the legal world. Uh, Let's see. So this is the time before they go to trial when they're basically, what is it, disclosing facts and information and documents to probably who? To the other side, to the judge, to the jury. I don't know to exactly who, but this is the part called discovery. They get to learn all the fun things. Next word. Whoa, what? Discovery day. So this is very similar to discoverer's day, but it's discovery day. Noun from circa 1913. The synonym is Columbus Day. So it was Columbus Day, or maybe... Oh, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it was Discovery Day, and then it became Discoverer's Day, and then it became Columbus Day. All right, now I gotta go back to Columbus Day and see when was that coined. I mean, I've I lived in a world up until recently that it was always Columbus Day, um, but I'm guessing... Maybe maybe it was Discovery Day first. Um, but yes, now I am very glad that we are evolving to a different name, Indigenous Peoples Day. It's taking the whole idea of Columbus Day and flipping it on its head, which is fantastic. Um, all right, I think we're pretty close to Columbus Day. Let's see, what have we got? What have we got here? Columbus Day, when were you coined? When did you exist? Uh, Columbus Day, oh, 1892. 1892. All right, so it was Columbus Day first. That's that's just solid fact now. Okay, the last word. Whoa. Wowie, zowie, baba. The last word is the first form of discredit. D-I-S-C-R-E-D-I-T. Transitive verb from 1559, one, to refuse to accept as true or accurate. The synonym is disbelieve, as in discredit a rumor. I'm sorry, I will not accept that rumor. Nope, you can't tell me that that is what happened. I do not believe that Frederick, I don't even know where I'm going with this. What did Frederick do? Nope, I refuse to accept it. I am discrediting. But I, I, in my brain, when I think of discredit, I think of you are giving information to prove why it is wrong. So maybe number two or number three, we'll talk about that. Number two, to cause disbelief in the accuracy or authority of, as in a discredited theory. So maybe if you're giving some evidence, that will cause disbelief in the accuracy of a thing. And three, to deprive of good repute. The synonym is disgrace, as in personal attacks meant 
to discredit his opponent. We see that a lot during the political days, all of the political uh, ads going back and forth. They try to discredit each other so that person will not get the votes. Okay, I think it is time to reread the words so we can pick a word of the episode, and uh, let's do that. Discourse, discourse, discourse analysis, discourteous, discourtesy, discover, discoverer's day, discovery, discovery day, and discredit. Well, I do love a good discourse. I don't usually feel smart enough to have a discourse about a thing. I don't feel like I can speak terribly intelligently about anything, really, uh, especially many topics. But, you know, it's it's good to have a conversation with somebody or to write up a thing or talk about a thing that can be called discourse. But I am going to pick discovery as the word of the episode because who doesn't let's do this who doesn't like a good discovery i love the discovery let's go discover what's under the earth outside let's dig a big hole in our lawn maybe there will be a discovery i don't know i just love when we learn new stuff i think that's fantastic hopefully no living thing has to be injured in, or hurt in any way during the discovery. Uh, but, you know, we, we do like to learn new things. Yes, we do. Don't you? That's why you're here for this podcast. If you know of any other people who like to learn things, send them my way. You know where to find me. In your ears. Okay. Well, just because I've been sort of doing this, I did it in the previous episode, let's do it again. Let's talk about some movies I've been seeing because I like to talk about them. Oh, I ha- I have movie podcast ideas. I don't have time to make them, but maybe someday. I have I do I would have lots of things to say if I had the time to say them. Uh in one day, a New Year's Day, we watched Babylon, The Good Nurse, and Emily the Criminal. Uh, we are starting to try and watch all of the award, big award-nominated movies because, you know, a lot of them we haven't gotten around to or they just came out, so they're new to us. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's there's some good ones. Uh, these are all good. I like good things. Babylon is incredibly adult, very adult for a uh, typical Hollywood movie. Um, but the topics that it talks about, uh, I thought it was really, really fascinating. It's like, it's Hollywood. It starts in the mid, mid to late 1920s and goes on from there. And, uh, I really didn't know anything about the plot, so I'm glad that I didn't know. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very high energy, exciting way to tell the story, um, which, you know, some people may not enjoy, but at least I, I thought that the topic was fascinating for a movie lover the good nurse it's about somebody who uh it's a serial killer movie and uh emily the criminal aubrey plaza she's just so fantastic and uh yeah this was also a weird sort of comedy drama kind of something she can do whatever i loved it love love all these i love all the movies i love movies all right let's end this here thank you 
Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.